This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, a leading industry super fund specialising in the health and aged care sector. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. ACN, the Australian College of Nursing, recently held its National Nursing Forum. Uh, among a number of speakers, Associate Professor Georgina Willits gave a keynote about nursing, past, present and the future. Uh, Georgina joins us now. Thank you for joining us, Georgina. Thank you. Uh, you didn't pick a small topic. The past, present and future of nursing is, is pretty big. Um, it's what, pretty big. Why this reflection on nursing? What prompted it? Well, I think... Um, it, you know, it's quite good to reflect on where we've come from and how far we've gone and that I think in many ways we're still emerging and probably will always be emerging. Mm-hmm. Um, so although it's a very large topic, I only fo- I focused very specifically on some key areas. One, one of the areas is that uh, my great-great-grandfather was Sir Henry Parks um, and he was the father of Federation. What I didn't know when I started nursing was that he was quite pivotal in bringing um, or starting uh, bringing Lucy Osborne out to Australia, which was really the first uh, real professional nurse mm-hmm. in Australia. The Sisters of Charity had already been here, but they were paid, or not paid, I should say. They were not paid and they were under the direct supervision of um, the doctors. So the difference was that Lucy Osborne came out as an independent person. Um, Florence Nightingale sent her out with five probationary nurses to start the Nightingale style of nursing. And uh, Nightingale insisted that she be paid and that she had some autonomy, so she wasn't under the direct supervision of medicine. And Sir Henry Parks was really supportive of that. Um, Apparently, he was very supportive of women in public office. Anyway, so I think the reason that I talked about the past is that it's quite interesting. Quite late on in my life, I I didn't, you know, I realised that he had had such a pivotal role in starting that profession. I mean, that's wild. I I did hear you speak um, and heard you say that. And so you went into nursing, and it wasn't a family, a known family thing about that part of his history. I mean, do you think there's just I don't know if your mother or anyone else in your family is in nursing. Is it kind of a genetic thing, or you know, what what do you think? No. No, so in actual fact, I'm probably an anomaly. Um, there was an aunt who was a nurse, but nobody else in my family are nurses. Mm. Uh, so it, so I, it certainly is no family tradition. And I, I don't know if it was known. We certainly knew of our heritage and we were very proud to be Parks's, but mm. I didn't quite realise his influence. And we knew that he had a very strong um, vision for public health care and public education but I didn't realise how involved he was. So, I mean, I think that became, I was asked to do an oration at his, um, in in, two, in 2015. It was when I started to do some research, I realised just how involved he had been in nursing. So I, I presume some of the family probably knew that he had had something to do with Florence Nightingale. Mm. I had no idea. Not many people have that sort of history. So yes, but I think the thing is that I also went into nursing at a time when we were, really fighting to become a legitimate profession. And so I was there at that time when there was huge change occurring and I think that created a passion in me for nursing and um, it sort of has become a a lifelong career for me, which certainly wasn't planned because I thought that I would uh, be a primary school teacher initially, which is nothing like what I'm doing now. 
I mean, you hinted at it, but they, you know, they do say that to know where you're going, you've got to know where you've been. So what specifically can we or the nursing profession take from the past? Uh, I think that we have to remember the struggle that we had to legitimise what our role. I think that we continue to have that struggle. There's, it's, so I think, uh, and I, I guess that was the crux of the talk, is that we still have a very invisible sort of practice. Um, what we do is often intangible and isn't really seen by a lot of people, but when it's not there, it's very acutely felt by patients. And I think that we need to remember you know, just that that what we do do is so important. So I guess for me, it's become a bit of a passion that I identify that what we call the soft skills are actually not soft at all. They're very hard. Um, you know, the, the concept that nursing, you're born into nursing, that, you know, you've got to have the right personality, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be a natural carer. All those skills took me a long time to develop. So I, I don't... I, I'm not of the opinion that I was born to be a nurse. I never even really thought of becoming a nurse. I'm very much of the opinion that I trained really hard. I love what I do. I love being a nurse. But it, you know, it it wasn't. Um, it's a profession that you have to work at, just like you do with any of the other health professions. You know, we're tarred with this brush um, that it's natural to become a nurse, or you know, I'm not surprised you're a nurse. We have to remember that we fought really hard for our roles um, and for our recognition, and we're still fighting for that. And it's also known that if nurses are empowered, patients are also empowered, patient outcomes are better. So this is this is now known, and with the Nursing Now um, movement that's happening at the moment, it's recognised across the, the world that if you empower nurses, you'll empower patients. So I think that's... I mean, I guess for me it's... Uh, Maybe it's not a mission, but I'm certainly I certainly have very strong feelings about that, and that is not to undermine what any of the other healthcare professionals do, because you know, as a group, we're phenomenal. Mm. So, for the present, then, and where we are now, do you think nurses have enough say in how the health system works in Australia? Well, clearly they don't, because they. Uh, I think the stats are like we're asked two percent of the time to um, to quote in the media about health policy and. Um, you know, we make up more than 50%. We're closer to 60% of all health professionals. So, no, we definitely don't have a voice um, or as strong a voice as we should have. And, you know, we are the ones that are usually running the healthcare organisations. So this is this is a real problem for us. We have a real image problem. And I think it's something that as nurses we need to really empower ourselves. I, I think that a lot of this is around us, recognising us, rather than and I mean it's a complex thing mm. the public don't still have a pretty um, poor stereotype of us and yet we're the most trusted profession yeah so how do we fix that I mean I know the nursing unions are quite vociferous but I mean unions half of the time are going to be at odds with whichever government is in at the time do we need some sort of voice for nurses that is non-union or a non-union voice or you know what, what do we do to try and fix yeah. it yeah uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that the unionisation is the way to go. I think it's that, you know, nurse leaders need to speak up. Nurse leaders need to put themselves out there. They need to be present in the decision-making processes. We need to get ourselves into positions, um, you know, where we are advocating where we, and where we do have a voice. So I think this is it's a long-term strategy. I, I 
you know, I don't think going out on strike is, is the way to go. Mm. I think that it's 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 a much bigger picture than that. We need to be in the positions, and we need to be recognised for that. Mm. For is it more positions. is it more nurses getting into politics? We see uh, Jed Carney yeah, and so. Helen Haynes, things like that. Yes, definitely. I think politics is not that I've ever thought of going into politics, <laughs> but um, I think that that is probably somewhere where we need to go. And I think we have a very um, moderate sort of voice where we don't tend to be extreme one way or the other and I think our voice needs to be heard it's measured what we want to say and we have the answers to many of the healthcare problems so Mm -hmm. this is you know because we're there we're there at the cold face we're there with the patients and we're there 24 7 with the patients so I think that's um that's a a point of difference is that we are always with them Mm. so away from maybe the voice and having that voice what else does the future hold for nursing in Australia um, I would like to see the nurse practitioner role become a stronger role. Uh, I think that we've got a lot of potential there to develop um, up into you know, many avenues. I don't think we've maximised that at all. Um, and I think we've got a lot to contribute. I think that we've got a lot to develop with health promotion and community health. I'd like to see you know, the Indigenous nurses. I'd like to see many more of them. I'd like to see us more involved in those sort of areas. Um, yeah, I think you know, technology is another thing that where the health informatics is an area already in nursing. Nursing tends to be an early adopter of technology, so we're very much in the forefront of you know advancing technology. Um, and I think too, nursing research needs to be increased. So we have a bit of a negative um, relationship with research in nursing, and I think that's because we identify that we're often not put in the um, you know the forefront of research. We're not doing the medical research, but we do do a lot of research and we do do a lot of quality improvement, clinical projects. I think that that's an important area for us to develop in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Georgina, there's a lot of food for thought there. Thanks very much for joining us to talk about it. Great. Thank you, Connor.